0: What's good everybody? It's your man Big Don coming live at you another episode of True Place Podcast. I'm actually on my way to a little uh, barbecue for my friend's um birthday. You know, this is Virgo season. I got a lot of Virgo friends. So I'm not only I'm going to two parties tonight, I'm gonna go to her hers first, then to my cousin's party afterwards. So basically this podcast tonight, today's is more of a NFL pre NFL season season preview for both the Jets and the Giants, as well as the news uh, come out of Oakland, um, unbelievable. And you know, I'm a, let me say let me say this: Antonio Brown, I believe, thoroughly believes he has a mental a mental problem, mental issue, because how the hell you go you force the way you force way out of Pittsburgh. Because you didn't like the the quarterback, you didn't like didn't like how things was run over there in Pittsburgh, and then you go to Oakland where you want to be at. You start off with the with the foot the foot issue in the uh, the bariatric chamber or the the cry, whatever that that um the freeze your body shit that he was doing. Got his got his feet all crusted up and hurt and blisters formed because he was in the cryogenic um bed. And then he then he started issue about the helmets that he wanted to go sue the NFL because they didn't allow him to use the helmet that he wanted to use. And then the issue now, the issue, the issue now. Well, he gets to an argument with Mike Mayock, the general manager of the um, Oakland Raiders, calls him a cracker and all types of all types of shit. And. um at first, it looked like um, John Gruden was not going to suspend him or even find him. He was trying to find a way to keep him on the team. But there was there was a loophole that, in which I was overheard um, Mike Tenenbaum state in the um, first take with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman, in which if the Oakland Raiders either suspend him or find him before the first game of the season, his contract is no longer guaranteed. And this guy was going off... Uh, he must have known he must have known the, the the stipulations when he signed the contract if he was cause if he's gonna cause any trouble, any kind of detriment to the team, he should have known that it could be a possibility that his contract could be non guaranteed. Did his did his agent let him know about that? Where was Drew Rosenhaus when when all this shit was going down? He was being a malcontent in Oakland, he didn't even get a chance to play the first game. Then he goes. The problem. This is the problem with you know these guys. These millennials, man. I tell you, they go on Instagram and make their intentions on Instagram. Why can't you be a man and speak? Speak in uh, behind closed doors and state your intentions. State your state your wishes behind closed doors. Why does? Why do we have to do on Instagram and Facebook about your what you want to happen? How you want to be released from the Raiders? You know what I'm saying? You, you guys, I mean, these NFL players get paid too much money to be on fucking Instagram and Facebook. Can I, can we switch places? For real, can we switch places? Spoiled brat, think he's God. You know what I'm saying, Mister Bear, Mister Big Chest, and all that bullshit he was doing during the off season. You know, he, he, he knucklehead. However, you know this 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 is something that um. They had to find him. I mean, they—they they, um—it was reports say that he um apologized to the team, apologized to David Carr, and then when he got hit up with the fine, two hundred fifty grand, two hundred fifteen thousand dollars, he was like, "Oh, Raiders better cut me and release me. I'm asking for my release." Who the fuck is you? You're making thirty mil guaranteed. Why would you fuck it up just because they fined you two hundred fifteen thousand? And it, it, it's, it's, I'm sorry to say it but it's brothers like this that give black men a, a bad name yo these guys don't know how to freaking act when they get some money in their pocket they act like they act like all of a sudden the world's owed to them no motherfucker it's not, the world's not owed to you no matter how much money you make don't forget what your pigmentation is don't forget who's paying you and their pigmentation they could take so much and then they'd be like you know what F you And that's basically what Oakland did. But what Oakland did was basically um, piss off the, the rest of the NFL by cutting him. He goes to Bill Belichick. Just signed about two, three hours ago. He signed with the Patriots for a disclosed amount of money. He's going to be playing for the Patriots now. Where his quarterback is Tom Brady. How much you want to basically keep his mouth shut now? Because, you know, his big mouth ain't going to work in New England. And now New England's New England's loaded. Now they got Josh Gordon, and now they got Antonio Brown, and Julian Edelman. Edelman, how many toys is Tom Brady gonna be throwing? Um, gonna be throwing to this season. Prime for another Super Bowl. But I'm gonna tell you straight up what it was though. Why the, the Bill Belichick jumped on that real quick because he feared the Jets. I I ain't gonna lie, he feared the Jets. The Jets are up and coming. My team is up and coming. I'm a big Jet fan. And we're going to segue right into that. You know what I'm saying? What the Jets. The Jets are going to play in the Bills at 1 p.m. at the MetLife Stadium. What I expect with the team, um, I I, I do expect them to be a, a winning team this season. Um, I'm I'm looking at a nine seven um record for this year. They may they I think there's a 75% chance they will they will miss the playoffs. And then get themselves ready for the next season where they can improve the defense more, get themselves some cornerbacks, um, get themselves a pass rush, and um, get themselves a top-flight receiver. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, I'm looking, for, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking um, closely to the development of Sam Darnold under Adam Gates. I, like I said, I feel this team is going to be a, a very competitive team this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do surpass 10 wins or 11 wins. I wouldn't be surprised. But right now, I'm being conservative. I'm going to call him a nine nine and seven team this season. And like I said, the loss of Avery Williamson is a big loss to the New York Jets. Um, they have to replace him with a, another linebacker. I'm sure Joe Douglas is going to be scouring the waiver wire even before the first game to try to find him a cornerback. But the thing that scares me about the New York Jets is the uh, kicking game, the field goal kicking game, especially. Canizzaro couldn't hit couldn't hit an um, extra point or a field goal, which in which he just retired out of nowhere. And this kid um, on or whatever his name is, could, was struggling with hitting extra points. Now to bring that they, they signed this guy, um, I believe his last name is Miller, and now he's gonna be um, the 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 kicker, the field goal kicker for the Jets um, for week one. And this this he hasn't never kicked a field goal in the NFL. So how, how that 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 in itself worries me as a Jet fan. I just hope the Jets blow them out blow the bills out be up by two touchdowns so we don't we don't have to think about that because God forbid if it's within two points and that boy is is gonna have to hit a big 45 yard field goal my heart's gonna be in my throat because I I need to know if he can make that I need to know if he's gonna make that but hopefully uh, like I said the coaching the coaching is there hopefully Greg Williams will figure out something with the cornerback position hopefully Tremaine Johnson can play up to his contract and not like he played last year. And um, like I said, I'll call, I call that season, 9-7 nine, nine season. Um, the Jets, I believe the Jets will beat the Bills this game. Um, tomorrow It's going to be a very close game. Pop, I think the Jets are going to win by six points. Six points, I, I say, they'll win 22-16. But don't don't be surprised. If the Bills win this game either because they got a great defense. They got a great defense. Um, Josh Allen is improving. They still got Robert Woods. Um, I'm still shocked that they cut um, Shady McCoy. But um, the Bills Bills are an upcoming team also, so we'll see what happens. And now I'm going to segue to the um, New York Giants and their their situation with the quarterback. What's going to happen this year? Uh, Golden Tate's out for the first four games for PD suspension. Um the, the the all eyes is on Eli Manning this year, the top the, the everyone is pretty much from the talk show hosts pretty much counting down the time where Daniel Jones will take over. I know if previous episodes episodes you guys heard me speak about um Daniel Jones. Let me tell you something. I didn't have a problem with them picking Daniel Jones. I had a problem problem with where where they took him and the other needs that they had, especially in the linebacker position. When they could have got the um, the kid Josh Allen. Another Josh Allen from um, I believe it was some LSU or something like that. The linebacker, the inside linebacker. And um, I thought the Jazz could have picked that that linebacker up in, at at pick six and then get Daniel Jones with the 17th pick. But uh, they thought they they were to lose him, so they, they chose Daniel Jones. I mean Daniel Jones did, did look great in the in the preseason. Um, let's, let's, let's be real about it. He was hit. He was playing against second string, third string, um, players, but he, he did so, did show some, um, moxie in the pocket. Did, did, did make some great throws. I did, I was surprised how accurate he was with the, with the football, how he fit to windows and things like that. My only issue was with him was, was holding on to the football, um, and, and the fumbles, you know, with time and, and some reps, he'll, he'll improve that and, and learn how to protect the ball football better. Um. I like to see how the hottest Giants do without Odell Beckham. They, without their big time they don't have a big time receiver. They got a bunch of possessive receivers. They I don't they don't have anybody that can stretch the field for either Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. And um but you, this this is where the pressure's on Evan Ingram to to step up and be that hybrid tight end slash wide receiver. He could have a big season this year if he could hold on to the ball when the balls thrown onto him. He's had he's been having issues with in the past two years with dropping dropping the football. But he catches it. So, and another thing too, that the offensive line has improved for the Giants. Eli Manning will be on his on his feet more than on his back. And also, um, my worry with the Giants has always been over the past few years. Was not the offense; it has always been the defense. When this team gets up, gets a gets a lead, will can this defense make a big stop to hold on to the lead? This is what's going to be. That's that's going to be a question this year. They improve in certain spots. Excuse me, but um, like I said, the defense scares me. They got they got a lot to prove. This is their second year back in the three four defense, so this is I'm looking at that as a um, key cog for the New York Giants. I'm gonna put it to you like this: if they're sub five hundred by week 6, you will see Daniel Jones as a starting quarterback. By week 6. So that's why this first game here for Eli Manning is going to be big. If you can beat the Cowboys, they can easily go 3-3 three, three and 1 or 4-0. Oh. Easily. These first 4 weeks, the toughest challenge is the Cowboys. And they just signed Zeke for a 6-year, 90 million dollars in which only $30 million is guaranteed. So he's going to be a little a little bit rusty coming back. So the, the, the opportunity for the Giants is there for them to steal this game in Dallas at 4 p.m. The opportunity is there for them. So that's what I'm looking forward to. It's a big season. You know, we're back to NFL. You know what I'm saying? I know um, last time I spoke to you guys, I was, I was speaking a lot about the Mets. I was speaking a little bit about them right now. They're, they're four games out. They're playing the Phillies tonight. Um, for for my fellow Mets fans, sorry to say it, that six game losing streak they had when they lost to the Braves, as lost to the Braves in, in the middle of that, cost them the opportunity to compete um, for the wild card. And this is where you know Mickey Callaway, in essence, has, in my opinion, has lost his job. He's not going to get get an extension. There will be a new match for the New York Mets, but I will speak on speak on that on another episode. But right now, guys, I'm gonna sign off on this podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, Once again, you can listen to this this podcast on Joy G Radio, Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and hopefully soon on TuneIn Radio. And any comments, feedbacks, complaints definitely hit me up on trueplayspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, the 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 email is T-R-U-P-L-A-Y-A-Z podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's your man, Big Dom. I'm going to sign off on this podcast episode. I'll let you, I'll let you guys know the time. Peace.